Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to episode 218 of Millennial Movie Talk. I am your host, Alex, and I'm joined by Michael. Hello. And I'm joined by Brayden. Hello. And I'm joined by Crit. Um. Oh. That was a bit of fun. He's not here. Yeah. This is just a uh, this is just the start of a lack of Christian because uh, Christian is going to the land of the rising sun. Uh, Chris is oh, going on a trip to Japan soon, um, and we're hoping yep. to be able to get some content out of him while he's there. But uh, we'll see. Chris doesn't make it to the show at the the best of times, so we'll see if he remembers to make anything. Now he's just got called out <laughs> while he's there. Called him out. Hey, I can call him out. I did all the watching homework that I was meant to do this week for him. And now he's not here. I did. I didn't watch one thing. I watched... I, I, I guess we'll start with that. The last couple of weeks, we've uh, been talking a lot about Star Trek. This will just be a short little bit about that as a little We've gone down button. into a bit of a deep dive, haven't we? We have. Uh, specifically what do we do? The Sorry, J. I was out. I was out then. Specifically the J.J. Abrams Star Trek films. Um, and I watched the last two. I finally got around to it. I watched Into Darkness and I watched Beyond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed them. Uh, they. Would you like better? Uh, which did I like better? Ooh, I feel like mm, they're too. They're so different in their theme and like their. One vibe. of them's more fun. One of them's way more fun. The other one's like super brutal. Um. Oh. Man, Super Blood really takes you out of it, hey. It's so dumb. <laughs> the second he says it. Oh, my God. Freaking. Again, the cast of these films is perfect. Carl Urban kills it. Oh, I love him. He's so good as Bones McCoy or whatever it is. Like, him as the Doctor, he's brilliant. I, I, I love him so much. I could listen to him say anything. Um... And God damn it, man! I'm I'm a doctor, not a pool boy. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, he, he he's great. Hey, the whole cast was bloody excellent. I loved it. Um, and uh, to make Christian happy, I watched the first episode, which is technically a two-parter. Of I did too. Star Trek: Next Generation. I did, but I don't remember a lot, only because I wasn't paying a hundred percent attention. I just know that people kept. Beaming in and out. Man, I, 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 I tell you what, it may have been because I was watching it quite, like, as I was going to bed. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the last 20 minutes of that, I do not remember because I was definitely coming in and out of sleep at that point. Um, but overall, I, I find the vibe interesting. Um, it was cool actually seeing Picard be Picard because I have never seen Picard in anything. Um, that, mm. I think the the crew is interesting off that first episode. I don't get what's going on with the like psychic person, the lady. Yeah, with the big frizzy hair. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Um, and I assume that they explain that at some point, but they really don't. <laughs> like in the first episode, um, you get thrown into it. Yeah, they're really just like, hey, here we go. We'll explain as we go. And the only person you really get an introduction to is Data. Mm. Um, he's great already, like, one episode in. I, I find him to be very compelling, and I understand why people like him. 
And obviously Jonathan so, Frakes out here. Uh, Babyface Jonathan Frakes. He hasn't got his beard yet. Um, but he's, he's fun as well. So last week, oh, we all know that Christian brought in Exhibit A and into the court of MMT, he brought in evidence to try and, you know, have a gotcha moment yeah. on Alex. It's all about the blood. Now, we remember, it's all about the blood, and we remember this visually and specifically, don't we, team? Yes. Yeah. And? <sighs> now, I wish Christian was here for this. Yeah, so do I. Because I would like to bring in Exhibit B from Alex. Oh, here we go. Um, He'll get the screen working in a sec. Yeah, apparently we can't see anyone. Apparently we're all gone. No, I kidding. Here we are. Let's bring. Let's get this started because I want to bring in. Also, straight up, Mickey from Doctor Who. I was happy to see him in a role, and he didn't last very long. But it was good. Good to see him in a flick. I've muted the audio here. Uh, just because I don't really need to listen to it. Yep. Um, but here we have Khan being introduced, right? Yep. Now, he's going to pop up any second, I promise you. There he there is. There he is. So, so would you say this is an introduction to Khan, Brayden? I would say this is the first shot featuring Khan and is very much an introduction to Khan. Okay. Now, this was a thought Brayden, that I had while watching it. <laughs> now, Brayden, specifically, um, Christian's argument last week yes. was... Um, Khan's, if I'm, I, I don't want to paraphrase, so make sure I, I've just got this right. Quoting Christian here, Khan's blood is introduced before Khan. Yes, I believe 100% that, that, that is exactly that was what Chris quote. said. So the timestamp, you can see in the corner here because of the expertly placed photos. That's it. And, uh, <laughs> this was definitely Timestamp is 12 minutes 12 and, a half and minutes. 37 seconds. Yeah. Right? 12 and a half minutes into the film, we get our first shot of Khan and he speaks. Yep. He even has a line. Just, it's not just even just introduce... a shot of Benedict Cumberbatch as a human being. It Correct. is and a full-on Now, line. we've jumped to 16 minutes and 50 seconds into the film. So, Braden, would you say, from your knowledge of how time works, this is <laughs> after that first introduction to Khan? I mean, Star Trek does have a little bit of time wibbly-wobbliness to it, but I do believe but... that in our human world, uh, 17 minutes is much further along than 12 minutes. Okay, thank you. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna now, propose. Luke. I am gonna propose one question to this situation. Is yes, he Michael? In that, open. in that twelve and a half uh, minute timestamp, uh, is he is he actually verbally introduced or is he just visually introduced? No, he he talks. Well, here's the thing, Michael. We don't find out he's Khan into. In, we don't find out his name is Khan into halfway through the film. Man, it would be mm. wild mm. if, like, twelve minutes in, the first shot of him is just like, "Hi, my name's Khan." Khan. So now, because maybe that's, I'm not here. I, I'm just gonna say that maybe that's where he's coming from. But with your ever, you, you, it is damning evidence that Khan it, is in fact you know, introduced before and, the blood. And I'm not here to be like, this proves that magic blood is stupid. I'm just here to prove the credibility of Christian <laughs> we're, and we're his evidence. It is, it, is being brought, it is being brought into question. We, we may have to Because I, I want the jury to know that, you know, how can we believe or how can we side with what Christian thinks when he's clearly been proved not to be credible? He has brought in evidence yep. into this courtroom 
and he has falsely identified timestamps and sequences in which this evidence appears. Now, Alexander here is just a simple South Australian lawyer. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm not saying my opinion about Khan's magic blood is right, as in it's stupid. I'm not here to say that. You know, we'll let the court of public opinion um, get that one. It already has, but we're not here to, to we're not here to talk about that. I'm just here to to, to destroy Christian's credibility. <laughs> and I believe you've done that very well because and I I'm think I think we'll have so to... disappointed he's not here. I know. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm very disappointed. I, I feel like we will have to we'll have to wait until Chris returns for some uh, rebuttals. But I, until yeah. then, I guess court is. Court is adjourned because we'll this has meet been with me weeks. for a few days yeah. now. Yeah. This is I watched this. <laughs> I I went back. I went back the next day after we did that show just to have a look. <laughs> and you, boy, howdy, was I shocked! I'm glad that when... you went and did that because I watched it like properly, and I remember watching it. And at the start, I was like, "Hey, hang on a second, that's not what Chris yeah. said." Um, yeah. So yeah, I oh man. Like Chris, like oh. let's be fair. Christian's point of hey, the blood's introduced early on in the film. That still stands, Does but stand. I'm just saying that his credibility in this courtroom is now it's defunct. It's gone. It's it's diminished. You know, it's is 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 tainted. It is tainted. It's, uh, we yeah. this, this episode will therefore be known as Christian's taint, and with that, um, I think. <laughs> I think the best thing, this needs to be declared a mistrial. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Alex will settle. Uh, Chris, it will be uh, about 20000 out of pocket, though. Yes, 20000 I think a good apology yeah. will, will, will go along. 20000 battle. 20000 or a good solid sorry. No, just battle net tokens. We'll oh. <laughs> battle net. <laughs> that's so specific. It's Fortnite tokens, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Well, okay. Enough with the, the stuff we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. I want to hear about a new thing that's finally arrived in Australia. But, and YouTube but what was boys. better? But what was better, Beyond or Into Darkness? Oh, uh, I think I enjoyed Beyond more. Beyond's a bit more fun, isn't it? Yeah, it was more I like, fun. I like the pairings. The, sorry. Also, yeah, the reveal that it's fucking Idris Elba. Threw yeah. me for a loop. Oh my god! The the ending's a bit. We go on a bit too long. Yeah, it was getting. We a bit don't like, need to have. Okay. We don't need to have the battle in the glass cylinder or glass boxing. Yeah, uh, I, don't think I we thought need that. that was fun. I thought him riding around on the bike with the goo that hardens up was a bit weird. No, that was fun. It was fun, but like that was the point right, where I went. Fun. This doesn't feel very Star Trek. What about the what about when they play Beastie Boys to destroy oh my the ship? God, okay, like isn't that so much fun? That was really fun. I don't know what film that that thought it was in because like that was a wild choice for this Star Trek film. So fun. <laughs> um, but I thought it. I thought that does also bookend nicely from the start of the first one. Um, mm. but yeah, I, yeah, I I thought it was fun. Uh, I think the yeah. casting is still the best part of those movies. Yeah, Spock and Bones is a great dynamic. Oh my together. god, Spock was Spock and Bones was great. Yes, um, really like humanizing each other. Which great was band name great. too, Spock and Bones. Has a good name. Bones. Um, but yeah, oh, and the touching tribute to Leonard Nimoy was great. Oh yeah, because he died, and so did Anton. They were dead at the, by the time these got released. 
Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about him as well. Bless. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. They did a great job. Um. Okay. I want to hear about this new thing because I'm very keen. I'm gonna go see it this weekend. I want to know your guys' thoughts on this new animated film. Alex, well, let's, they not did they did let's, s- let's not tell him. Let's just let's just let's not, not tell, tell him. him. It'd be a shit show. <laughs> It'd be a terrible <laughs> podcast. Hey, I, just, I just decided I don't want to tell you guys what I think of anything. Um. So, they I randomly saw that Hoyts were doing advanced screenings. I was wondering how you saw turtles. it. So, um, I saw it pop up and I was Hoyt's- like. Was this a this a cheeky little cheeky little uh yard, yardy har har moment? Uh well, funny enough, by saying that, Braden, it's now available for the yardy har har. Um, oh, because it's been out in America for so long. As, yeah, as I was walking out the door to go see it, I just checked my yardy har har site yep. and I realized that um it was, it was available there in all of its four K glory. Oh my god! And I did click the button to activate it just yep. before I left because I'm like, if I like it a lot, I'll probably watch it again. Yeah. Um, and hey, this is a so, message to uh, studios everywhere. Um, one, pay your actors and writers, you fucks. Uh, two, um, why are you holding off on releasing something in Australia after a month? Like, what the hell are you doing? Anyway, yeah. So you guys, the only studio, the only studio I condone piracy for <laughs> is Disney. Pirate <laughs> from Disney because they have now decided not to release any physical media in Australia. So if you don't want me... such a bizarre decision. So you clearly don't want me purchasing your movie. I will download it then. You Mm. have now given me no option. Because especially in Australian internet, as shoddy as it is, uh, I'm on my Mm -hmm. phone's hotspot at the moment. That's how bad it is. Um, You want to watch something in 4K? Good luck. Yep. So, sorry. You forced my hand, Disney. Every other studio... We're fine. I'll buy. I'll buy your content. I'll even digitally buy your content, but not you, Disney. Mm. Not you. Um. Okay. So we're saying that I did purchase Indie Five. That's the first. <laughs> that was the first one that didn't that missed out on a physical release. Now Indie Five. Oh, that's. Sad. I literally have every other Indiana Jones movie in 4K sitting on my shelf except for Indie Five. Oh, that's right. Can so, you import? I I can, but it's not going to be the same. It'll also be way boxes. more expensive. So expensive on their skinny boxes. Oh, yeah, that is. What ones did you have? Because I re- you imported one lot. I got. Like I got a few. Time. I remember it was quicker for me to buy, um, buy what movie was it? John Wick Chapter Two, like um, from America, and get it sent over, than to go see it in theaters because it didn't come out in Australian theaters till six months later. Mm, that's right. And Again, so a situation where why are you holding off on releasing something? Mm-hmm. But you know, it's only a couple months now that they hold off on releasing, just because the digital market's so crazy now. Like movies normally yeah. hit um, VOD like forty-five days after they're released in theaters, unless they're like a big film like Oppenheimer, mm. Barbie, or um, Top Gun. So, um, but yeah, but in case of Ninja Turtles, you can you can buy it in America now if you're in America on VOD legally. Australia, not so much, but you can go see it in theaters this week. Finally, I can't wait. Um, so it's interesting because Michael and I watched this movie and when this movie ended, I got a message from a friend about this movie because they saw it at the exact same time we did. Were they in the same cinema? No, no, different state. They're in a different oh, okay, state. Oh, okay, okay. Um, 
And my God, could the opinions of 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 Michael and I and this other guy could not be more different? Ooh, absolute ca- polar I, opposites. Ooh, I came out of that this movie being like, this was maybe the the most fun movie this year. Yeah, Ooh. I think we literally um, the movie ended, and within about two seconds of it ending, we looked at each other and we both pretty much went, "That was so much fun." Fun. Okay. I, and halfway through the movie, I was just like, "I'll watch another one of these." Yeah, uh, uh, they could they could pull me in easily. Um, I think what helps is that the turtles are fantastic. Their dynamics and, good, and we don't yeah, and we don't focus on any soul turtle in this film. They they are a group. They you know you don't have they they sort of have they they like they all talk like use their flaws sort of mm. in the end. Like they 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 all like point out like oh you know. Leo, like they joke, like Leo, you're you're not being a great leader at the moment. You know, yeah. Raph, you're being too angry. But then right, in the end, they, yeah. they all they all use they all use it to their advantage. And it the only thing that maybe one of them has more to do than the others is that there is a maybe Leo's got two percent more dialogue because he's constantly swooning over April. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. That's it. Um, that's a bit of fun. But in, yeah, in terms of and they're kids and they're great. And they are they're young turtles. They feel like teenagers. Oh, they, they they are written as like as teenagers. I reckon like it's so they many use, voice cracks. Yeah, they use Riz. They use oh, <laughs> they they just use so many terms that like a fourteen year old just chat. Like I genuinely sat there thinking like if like we were like that age sitting around talking, that's what we would sound like. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's fun for them to finally and like I have some representation yeah. in that. And I think that's what made it great because it made it feel like it because obviously i feel like most of the stuff i've watched are old like cartoons and stuff so it's sort of like they seemed like adults that were meant to be teenagers but like from like the 90s so it was all sort of well you've got it's like the stuff but this is like new modern i feel like the movies the when they were this in the suits they were kind of close because they sounded young yeah, and like kind of teenagers, but they look horrifying. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, massive yeah. suits. They were great. Um, and then you had the Michael Bay ones, the big CG lads. Um, the big CG lads, where they're meant to be teenagers, but Johnny Knoxville's voicing Leonardo. Yeah, and then <laughs> and, and they're like eight foot four or something. Yeah, so it's super weird. Um, but like what they do is like April's a teenager in high school, like. Which is it's all has that ever really? I I guess in the most recent probably. cartoons, I think they've done a bit of that. Um, um, where they also changed the dynamic of the group a bunch, where like Raph was the leader for a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things I really like with Turtles. I was talking about this with um, uh, on the hack the Dino group chat this morning because uh, Floppy said, uh, I don't want to go see that cringy garbage. And I said, I just shock reacted because I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of his mouth. And uh, it was 100% that thing of like, no, these aren't my turtles. And it's like, no, they're not. They're not meant to be. I, yeah. I love the fact that the turtles have somehow gone from being like, there's so many Gen X franchises that have just fallen off the radar entirely and have gone into a complete obscurity. And then there's the turtles who every couple years reinvent themselves to be modern for the next generation. 
to grow up with a new set of turtles. I think it's great. Yeah. Mm. Um, and from the sounds of it, that sounds like what makes this film work so well is that they're the, a great group of modern kids. Uh, within, I've also got to lend it. The animation is wicked. The say, it started in about sick. 10 seconds in. I was like, this gives me like Spider-Verse vibes of just like mm. unique animation for a movie. Unique, it's unique. It's way more like concept art feel. Yeah. It has a, more of a concept art feel to it Love than that. like Spider-Verse does. Mm. Um, oh, definitely. Which is really cool. And it lends itself well to the animation style. That like feeling where like the backgrounds and everything are all like, like kind of messy and like mm. it adds to the style. Also a great D-Box movie. Great Ooh. D-Box movie. Um, great soundtrack. Mm. Oh. Mm. Uh, solid cast. You've got, you've the got John Cena. nuts. <laughs> John Cena, Seth Rogen, Rose Byrne. Giancarlo Esposito, Jackie Chan, Ice Cube, Paul Rudd, Post Malone, uh, Hannibal Barris. Uh, who else we got? Uh, we, the main kids. You got a you got Ao Edebry, who was who plays April O'Neil. She was in um, the Bear. She plays Sydney in the Bear. Oh yeah. Um, but then you've got uh, I think it's Mikey Abbey, uh, Shaman Brown Jr., Nicholas Cantu, and Brandy Noon, who are the four. Young actors um, that play the Turtles, they all knock it out of the park. They're all a lot of fun. And that's what it is. The movie's a lot of fun. The characters are a lot of fun. Uh, is it a groundbreaking story and plot? No, but it's a fun Turtles movie where there's a lot of fun characters. Uh, the comedy works for the most part. The Turtles themselves, they have a great chemistry and they are a lot of fun. Hmm. That sounds like all the it's things not... I need it to be. You oh, know, it's, it's, it's just a literally of... a fun, like, Card like kids movie. I yeah. guess it's just, now, it is just a lot of fun. I've just remembered what. So this other person that you were talking to despised it or something. Yes, very much. Two out of five. They ended up, Ooh. and they just said that. Oh, I don't even want to repeat it because it's just nonsense. Yeah, to me, it, you know, it just felt like I I saw a completely different film. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like like well, I think you and me both gave it fours, choppy. Yeah. yeah, I originally gave it three and a half, and I knocked it up to a four. Ooh, a rare knock on a four. Pretty. The more I was debating with the person, the more I found myself liking it. You started defending the movie more. You were like, "Hang on a second, I really enjoyed that." Yeah. So well, cool. I'm I'm very excited to check it out myself. Um, I'm glad to hear that it's doing. How is it doing? Oh, that's a question, and it might lead into something. I don't know how prepared you are, Alex. How's I'm fully, pre I, I prepare every week and we Ooh. just skip over it. Yeah, I, I thought about it as I was editing the episode from last week. I was like, oh, we completely forgot to do that. It gets updated every Tuesday. How <laughs> is it doing at the box office? Would you just want to lead into this next part? I would love to. Should we just do this part? Let's do All it. Right. All right, here we go. All right, you ready? Bang, there we are. Um, oh, that's my email address. That's fine. Um. Anyway, send all your spam. So here, <laughs> to to same address. So the leader is not Michael anymore. So we could have changed this. Oh, um, there we go. Oh, um, so if you can't do math, you you can clearly tell that Braden took took. Braden, you've been in the lead, in the lead for a few weeks. Oh, really? Um, we just haven't yeah. done it. We just, we just haven't, haven't done, done it. it. Oh my god! Well, this, it's, yeah, so, I reckon we've missed two weeks of it. So. Yeah, so it's basically uh, Chris's fourth with uh, 1.5 bill. 
I'm no, sorry, he's fifth. No, he's fourth. One point five. <laughs> he's I'm fifth. third with one there's, point. There's a fourth nine. person who's in here. Um, one point nine. Bill Michael's one point four, and then Braden's one point five. This probably won't change too much. Nah. Um. Yeah, we're coming so towards. I the had end to. Of... I literally had to like. You had to have something like flop horribly for me to keep the lead, Braden. Like my yeah. last two picks just were not it. Yeah, I'd like to say I'm surprised Joyride didn't do more. Mm. Um, just from people liking 15 mil. Um, no, her well, name's escaped. I me. probably had the best average between films. My lowest one was 63 mil, whereas and that was a I, very small local indie film. Yeah. Which just did very well. Like obviously, Michael got hurt by the machine and Joyride, both mm. not even hitting twenty mil. Uh, yeah. Christian got destroyed by the Flash. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, it's one of his big ones. That oh yeah. man, but like, it, obviously, Indy also there. didn't oh help. Indy didn't help you at all either. No, nah, Indy didn't help me. Um, yeah, Indy still did so much more than the Flash. Yeah. My God, mm. what about all, what That's, about the overall? Yeah. Oh yeah, here we are. So here we are. Uh, There's 32 here. Yeah, so 32 movies here in total. Um, I I just kept adding ones. The Equalizer 3 came out this week and it did uh, pretty well, but we didn't know it was coming out in summer, so it wasn't on the list. Wild. (laughs) I feel like like it would have been a safe guess to just assume that an Equalizer film would come out (laughs) because I feel like there's always one coming out. Well, we didn't know. I didn't even think it was a thing then. Yeah. Or it just came out. Or they moved it up or whatever. Or they moved it back. But anyway, so obviously Barbie's one. Oppenheimer's two. Yeah. Pretty crazy that they both came out on the same day and they're one and two. Yeah, that's... I, I mean, it shows the power of the meme, I feel. Like, um, I feel like Oppenheimer... Also, without... just the gap. I want to just talk about the gap the gap that Barbie has on Oppenheimer. Uh, yeah. That's like a... That's it. That's a jump. Yep. Uh, yeah, because yeah. well, one, think of, about, one uh, of them is a lot more accessible. Oh, yeah. Oppenheimer's rated R too, so you mm, immediately that is lose true. That is true. a mm. lot of the audience that Barbie had. I feel like um, without, the, without the Barbie bump, as I'm going to call it, like from the, like, the meme culture and everything about it, I feel like Oppenheimer probably would have been more sort of around that sort of like four to five rank. Like yeah, and like if if it wasn't getting more general audiences in just because of the whole Barbenheimer thing. Yeah, I was about to say I think but Barbenheimer movement really mm. did it some justice. Yeah. Pretty crazy that Spider Verse ended up at fifth. I would have thought it would have been higher. Yeah, I definitely um, thought that would be higher than. Five I mean, there. to be fair, outside of Barbie and Oppenheimer, that those three I feel like were pretty a pretty like they could have been in any sort of spot within the three of themselves. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, Mission Impossible the... wasn't higher. Mm. Uh, it's because it came out the week, week before, before Barbie, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... That, that got um, hurt hard um... as well. Well, here's a Flash at 12. <laughs> Who would have thought the, the Flash made Meg less money the than the Meg? Can, do we think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will be able to jump up to the Flash? No. Dang. Not with it being on video on demand. Oh, true. Already. Yeah, that would have really hurt it already. I've heard, so, I have heard that Blue Beetle is not selling tickets, though. I haven't yeah, even Blue heard Beetle. anything about it. I forgot yeah. it was coming out. I heard it was fun. I, uh, I haven't yeah. heard anything about it. The only thing I saw about it was in uh, a comics retailer's group 
that I, I mean, because of Greenlight Comics and everything. Um, and there's a new Blue Beetle number one comic issue coming out this week. And someone took a photo of it and said, oh, I, I hope that we sell more of this than they sold of the movie tickets. And I was like, oh, is it doing badly? And then I looked and yeah. Yeah, so Blue Beetle sitting at 16. So not great summer for DC. God damn. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, I guess that's what happens when you announce that you're destroying the... Yeah, and people the, really uh, just go, oh, I guess I don't have to care about What's DC the point? I'll until wait for it to come out. 2025. Rent it for $2 or I'll legally download it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel yeah. like that honestly, yeah, has probably affected, like, not to the extent that many other factors affected the state of The Flash. But um, I feel like them coming out and announcing, hey, this is our slate that we're doing. It starts in 2025 with Superman and all this, like the whole James Gunn thing coming out and being like, this is what's coming. This is the new thing. All of these are going to be in the same universe type of thing, blah, blah, blah. Well, of course. It also killed Shazam. They haven't had a uh, single yeah. decent um, moneymaker this year. Yeah. And I feel like part of that is because people are just like, oh, cool. I don't have to care about DC until 2025. And people it's have just checked out. It's wild. Disney are in a heap of debt too this year after obviously indie not performing, uh, Elemental kind of not performing as to what they want. Yeah, that would have um, fallen well below. Quantum Mania not performing well. Oh, that um, I feel like that definitely hurt them. Um, like the only thing that's like, really held them up is Guardians. Yeah, Guardians has been successful to them, and isn't it funny? It's one that is is the best film out of all the ones that came out this year. Um, like all their movies and Disney stuff. It, it is the best one. And yeah. yeah, people just want to see quality movies instead of CGI bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Disney are in the bin at the moment. Um, <laughs> I do think it's funny that the Meg. <laughs> I love that the uh, Meg is this close to being in the top 10. <laughs> That's hilarious to me. It is. I watched clips from the last 15 minutes of that movie. It looks awful. Yeah. Like, the CGI, I've seen a few clips. It is horrendous. Oh, man. Did you, did you listen to the song? No. Oh, my God. It's the worst. No. I. He, if I recall correctly. Yep. One of the, the actors, the characters, sorry, in the movie just... Tells one of the Megs, no, don't attack us. And it goes, yeah, right. Because <laughs> he goes, ah, oh, you got a point. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the guy with the clicker. He, he has a little clicking thing. And, sure. Uh, that, that was uh, set up at the start of the film. Um, oh, was it? Like Khan's blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at the very start of the film, like Chris said. Was it introduced? Was his clicker introduced? His clicker before was him? introduced before you saw the rest of. I'm going to rewatch the Meg Two. Don't care for I will, <laughs> as we've seen today in the court of MMT. I will come after you. He will do the research. He will follow it up and find the facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go to clip that and send it to Christian. Oh man, so good. <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, yeah. So um, basically, uh, <laughs> this shows that we probably should have. Some one of us probably should have picked Asteroid City. Yeah. yeah. It uh, was definitely on me because I was it was it, it was definitely on my radar and I completely just Michael, uh, if you picked Asteroid City, you might have been closer to Brayden. Yeah. 
Because mm. you are you are about eighty off him. Yeah, Asteroid City definitely would have reeled me closer, but yeah, it would. without some of, like some of the other ones that were a bit not known or were only added in after we didn't realize they were coming out or something, I still probably would have dropped. Mm. Would have been close though. But then it. But then again, I probably with some of the like could have ended up with anyone else's sort of bottom picks as well. Yeah. Yeah, like Strays didn't do too well. Mm. I just don't think anyone cared about it. No, not really. It's 2023. I don't need to see a film where they're making a dog's mouth move to make it sound like they're talking like a human being. Oh, come on, mate. (laughs) They they already perfected that, and they had two cats and dogs films. And Marmaduke. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Marmaduke. I forgot about Marmaduke. Yeah, we all did. We all tried to. Oh, man. Don't forget about Marmaduke. Rest in peace. He won't, he won't forget about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have to say, if, 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 if not much else changes, uh, thank you, Barbie. And I think this is the first ever podcast game show type thing I have ever won. Come on, Oppenheimer. Come on, Oppenheimer. Just get Bra- some couple Braden's more legs. celebrating too early. Come on. <laughs> Don't call it. It's, we're not done yet. Um, yeah, well, it's a big step up, Braden, because in the last time we did this, you didn't even cross a bill. Yeah. Granted, only one of us crossed a bill. You didn't cross half a bill. So <laughs> oh, I didn't. You cross didn't cross five hundred mil. Man, yeah. that's rough. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, bless. Well, uh, Alex Michael won the last one. I came second. I did spot uh, one other thing that uh, I I want to talk about this episode. Oh, there's just another thing that we'll talk about after, but that's after. Um, is it about me? What I do? It was no. I actually want to talk about what I believe was in nineteenth place on that list. I spotted it earlier. Oh fucking um, hell! Let me go get the list. There was a little film. Oh yeah, that I did not help uh, in its box office because I got free tickets to go see it. Um, so I took my dad and my grandpa, and uh, we had a wonderful time uh, going and seeing. Uh, of what's his name Blomkamp or whatever it is yeah um, your tickets are still there when we went. oh my god that was the funniest photo uh so i i went to the cinema the night before with my dad and my grandparents with these free tickets and then alex went to the cinema the next day and still on the counter was the torn up tickets at the, they just didn't put them in the bin or anything it looked like they'd been abducted like it was very funny Anyway, uh, went and saw Gran Turismo, uh, the hit PlayStation film uh, of, of the, 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 the story based on a video game, but not based on a video game, based on a true story time. Be- about an actual guy who, because they held an actual competition called the GT tournament or whatever it was, GT training, GT something like that. Um, and they wanted the best Gran Turismo players from around the world to compete, and they wanted to see if they could make one of them an actual racer. Um, and they successfully did, and uh, this film is that hyper-movie version of that. Um, not a lot to say about it. <coughs> um, it, was, it was good. I actually really liked it. I guess I went in with was, low expectations. Was David Harbour the best part? <laughs> yes. Yeah, cool. we all thought it was going to be the best part. Yeah, he very much steals the show, 100%. Um, 
Um, was it weird seeing a Lando Bloom in a movie? So, okay. <laughs> Talk about a, a thing that I was not expecting to enjoy in this film. It was Orlando Bloom being in this film. It is, one, it's weird to see him in a film because I feel like it's been like 10 years. Um, uh, he has not been in a mainstream film. Since Pirate, like 2017? Yeah. Pirates 2017. Wow. He's in a show called Carnival Row. Okay. Um, if we want to count that. Never heard of it. Uh, so he's been. Uh, I was in some movie out. in 2020, but I've never heard of. It. Yeah, um, these aren't mainstream movies. These no, are no. These, these are movies that didn't even come out. Weird little years. indie flicks. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so well, yeah, I'm yeah. guessing it's pirates. Yeah. Pirates and before that, The Hobbit. Really? Well, I I tell. Wow, <laughs> forgot about The Hobbit. Um, I tell Orlando you what, Bloom. Orlando Bloom crushes this role. Uh, and I was not expecting this role for him. At all, and I thought it worked really well for the film. So this yeah. being a film that was is basically like an advertisement for both Gran Turismo from PlayStation and Nissan in general. Um, I was not expecting them to shit on themselves as much as they do in this film at times. Um, uh. Straight up, Orlando Bloom plays this absolutely like skeezy kind of sleazy marketing guy and it was a delight to see him be this there's a point where like oh he he could throw this guy who did actually win under the bus to try and get this guy who he thinks he could market better and you're just like oh dude no don't do that that's so wrong what are you doing um and of course david harbour stops him because he's the best um He's our hero. But uh, it was great seeing Orlando Bloom in this role where he's just this sleazy marketing guy who is kind of just, he's so corporate and like is so focused on like the business that he doesn't care about like feelings very much. I thought that was actually really fun to get a character like that. Um, But no, David Harbour does steal the show. He's that, he's the foster dad who is a real hard ass, but then turns out it has a soft, squishy core and is just a super nice guy. And you can't help but love yeah. that. Um, it's great. Uh, that guy but who... He's just playing Hopper. That guy who's in like every movie ever, um, but I mainly know him as the guy who says, ooh, at the start of Guardians of the Galaxy. You know that guy? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. He plays the main guy's dad and he does a great job as well. He's not in the film very much, but he does a great job of like setting up early on this like conflict between the father son dynamic of like, when are you going to go out and get a real job? You're just playing video games, you know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And then by the end of it, he has a scene with the, the main guy and you're just like, man, you are acting real hard right now. And it's working because uh, everyone in the room is kind of tearing up a little bit. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was surprisingly really good. The visuals are really fun. They have a lot of fun with their camera work and mixing CGI with real footage in a, in the way that Blomkamp does, uh, like district nine and I guess Chappie and all that. I haven't seen Chappie, but district nine was great. Um, but yeah, I highly, I highly recommend checking it out. Like when you can. I 
I thought it felt a bit long. That was my mm. only real point of criticism. How long was it? Uh, not actually that long. It was just over two hours. So many movies, though. I come out of so many movies now being like these. I feel like every movie just needs to have 10 minutes trimmed from it. Yeah. No yeah. matter how long it is. Like, yeah, honestly, if you cut probably 10 to 15 minutes of this film, I think it would fit perfectly. I mm. was just sitting there at one point and I was like, man, we are still going. This is, this feels quite lengthy. Um, but uh, I had a good time. I thought it was really good. And my dad, uh, he really enjoyed it as well. My pa loved it. My pa had Your no... Your pa loves every, every, I know every he, movie. I know he does. But like, even he was like, I had no expectations going into that film. And that was really good. So which one have you paid for a ticket? Uh, yeah, true. Yeah, didn't have to pay for a ticket. That's a, that's a, that's a good call. Um, yeah, but no, but you took three people. Which one of you didn't have to pay for a ticket? Uh, did have to pay for a ticket. No, so here's the thing. I had two double passes. Ah, uh, so someone. So we could have took some random stranger, uh, just into. Was the it film. a packed cinema? Oh no, it was an empty cinema. <laughs> mind you, was it just you three? Mind you, it was like nine fifteen. Like it was like the final session that they had that day. Was um, it? Was it just you three? Uh, no. So it was the three of us, and then just before the film started, because we were like, we're gonna be the only people in the cinema. This is great. And then, it's the best when you're the only two people in the cinema. Oh my god, I was so excited. I was like, yes, we can just talk shit the entire film. And then I didn't end up wanting to talk shit anyway because it was just good. Um, I think my dad and I made a couple jokes to each other because, you know, it's my dad and I, so how could we not? But yeah, just before the film started, an another group of like three or four people walked in and we, we were all like, damn it. But they went and sat at the very, very back. So, you know. I remember seeing the Dracula movie this year. And it was nine, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, first session, like in a cinema in Queensland. And it was like a rating cinema. So we had like the nice recliner seats yeah. and everything. We snuck in two breakfast Euroses, <laughs> which were just Euroses with like tomato relish, hash browns, breakfast sausages, um, bacon and eggs all into a burger. Goddamn. Oh, no, burger. It went to a Euros, and it was maybe the best thing I've ever eaten. Wow. Um, that sounds and And we just talked shit and watched Dracula. It's probably why I liked it so much. Because you just had a very good experience. <laughs> yeah. I, part of the cinema experience is, is part of the film. Like, mm. it's, why, it's why we liked the D-Box. Made us like Transformers more and shit. Yeah. You know how it goes. They're Transformers. Uh, I have one final thing. Uh, if I could have five minutes of your time. No, I reckon we cut him off. I think Michael needs to talk. Oh, we had Michael I, talk. I ha hey, we've had Michael talk oh, already actually, way more this episode than we had Michael talk last episode. Oh, I know. I do actually have a new episode of uh, Only Give Murders. him the floor. Ooh. Give him the floor. Um, Michael's Murders. Still in a bit of a lull, I think. Mm -hmm. like, even looking at the IMDb ratings, the first three episodes were sitting around an eight, we're sort of dipping to 7.5. Mm. So again, sort of following a bit of a formula, like follows on from like the little cliffhanger lead at the last that party episode. And then there's like an explanation to it. That's a bit dodgy. And then we mm. get another, oh, it could be this person because I found this thing right at the end of the episode. Um, talking with Gemma after we watched it, I think she nailed it on what, a bit of the problem is is because we've been so disconnected from the three. They haven't really been together at all. 
A, there's just not the podcast. Like, they just haven't done an episode of the podcast. That's so that's like, already uh, weird, because that's the show. That's the show. That's, like, the most, Two, like, endearing part of the show. Yeah. Two, the other thing I found find weird is we haven't dealt with any cops yet. There's been a murder, and we haven't had, like, I feel like in the first season, the whole thing of them trying to do it themselves while, like, the cops are sort of like, you guys are being really fucking sus. Yeah, the cops were hilarious in the yeah, first season. Yeah, but like the biggest, I think the biggest part is the three of them haven't really been together. They're so, sort of all having their own separate stories, but just like very narrowly converging. Like we get a, we get a lot with um, with the two, the two oldies. We get a lot like sort of, they're, they're sort of together a bit, but then mm. Mabel's just off doing her thing. Oh. And stuff. So it, it's just a bit disjointed because we're not getting much free. Yeah, and I feel like which, that's the best part because like it's an odd combo, but it works so well. Yeah, their dynamic as a their dynamic as a threesome is unparalleled. Yeah, so um, I'd watch it. It's like it's still it's still fine. I will watch the rest of the season. It's still interesting. I want to know. I want to know who done it, but mm. who did it? Who did? But it's it? definitely it's definitely not as good as the last two. And I don't think you heard it here first. My opinion will change. Damn, they hey, uh, they could pull out a real banger of a final episode. They, you never know. They could, they could, they could. But uh, that but doesn't got, make up for a lull in the middle of the season. Yeah, we still got five episodes left with Ooh. episode six coming out today. So that's quite a lot of episodes. So we're only halfway. So you know, all right, cool. Go uphill. Can go uphill. Gotta got to be optimistic. Chucky, dude. There's just like some other characters I'd rather explore and mm-hmm. don't Ravage. really want to delve into their these personal lives as much. Yeah. Give me the more mystery. Give me the more exploring and sleuthing. And mm. Do I have a show for you? It is Murder, She Wrote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just want My mystery? nan loves it. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all uh, you need. Well, guys, if I can have the floor quickly. You can. I haven't watched anything other than Ninja Turtles this week. That's, That's I all I talk to you about some, some Parks and Rec. <laughs> but, you know. I, I started is. watching the new season of Always Sunny. I've watched okay, two good. episodes. Nice. So, yeah. I, you enjoyed? Yes. I love, I love the whole uh, extra room. Yeah. That's they fun. Just That's find the, the, and yeah. the nuts. And fucking Mac with the nuts. I reckon it's from blowing too much. Good stuff. I always I, I enjoy that. All right, bro. Uh, well, very quickly, uh, I have also not checked out Ahsoka yet because I'm still watching Rebels. I'll get I'll I'll catch up and get there soon. Um, maybe by the time the season finishes, I might actually be able to talk about it. Um, Probably not. <laughs> I want to see if we can have five minutes in the ring. Because uh, we had a event, uh, we had payback. what type of event, Bryden? We had a, what type of event? A wrestling entertainment. We had event. a no, PLE, a PLE, a PLE, a PLE. We had a premium live PLE event. computers. A, a that's premium right, that's right. live event. That's right. This this WWE event was brought to you by PLE computers. <laughs> no, but there was a cinnamon toast crunch match. Oh my god, the fucking si- um, seeing a wrestling match. Where all the screens are just covered in giant cinnamon toast crunch branding was the funniest shit ever. Oh, did you watch Second it? Second time. Brandon? I watched the whole thing. Live? Uh, no, not live. 
Okay, I didn't even watch it live. It was Father's Day. <laughs> um, um, yeah. No, I, 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 I've, I've, I've made it. I'm gonna make sure that I watch every PLE. Um, thank you. They're not uh, cool pay per views anymore. They're premium live events. Which premium is weird live because events. growing up, it was always pay per view. Pay per view. Because, 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 yeah. The whole point is that you don't pay per view for them anymore yeah because oh uh, yeah it makes sense it makes sense that they changed it's just it, it, it's everyone still everyone calls them pay-per-views yeah, so everyone mean, makes a mistake yeah well it's like wwe's got a bunch of shit um that they have in like they have specific words like they don't call them wrestlers they call them performers or athletes yeah. or talent yeah wwe talent or superstars superstars um, yeah they're not Fans, the the WWE universe. Oh my god, they said um, it like fifty times. This one. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh never hospital. Always local medical facility. <laughs> uh, I'm not even kidding. Um, oh my god. So yeah, hey, you gotta, you gotta support your local. Um, <laughs> always support local. Always support so, local. Never go big farmer. We had uh payback this week, and we'll run down the card here. Uh, not off the heart. Of course. A beautiful, tight six-match card, which was extremely refreshing. All you need. Um, and it was and still very it, long. Well, yeah. And it it was almost just a glorified episode of Raw because we only had one match that was uh, just a SmackDown-only match. <laughs> but we'll get to that. So we opened the show with the most surprising match of the year. Everyone thought this was going to be shit, but this ended up being the second-best match of the night. Uh, which was Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratus in a steel cage match, uh, which was designed to keep Zoe Stark out of the cage, which we know didn't work. Yeah. Um, but hilarious as a concept. Now, Braden, is this your first current steel cage match you've watched? Yes. And it, now, I was very confused to start That with. you can just open the door and get out? That, they're just, there's an open Wait, door. No, 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 no. We're rewinding. Because I haven't obviously watched anything yeah. yet. Um. No, the point of the steel cage is that you have to climb out. Nope. Not, not so walk out. Now, not even now, oh, shit. now there's a referee that stands by the door, and if one of the wrestlers just wants to walk out of the cage, they can and they will win. I feel like... Uh, so Again, no, no, I disagree with that entirely. Oh, it is the dumbest thing in the world. It, it, it You know, it ruins... It, the, the whole idea of a it steel It ruins cage match. any of the magic, because any time that they're like, that someone's done a big hit on someone and like they're they're they like they're, get they're doing the recovering <laughs> thing. You're just like if this if this was like if if this wasn't entertainment and if the, if you want me to believe that this is a thing, why aren't they just leaving? They just just walk yeah. out immediately, and it just kind of ruins a bit of the magic. But it was a great match. I thought it was good. The best moment of it was when they use of it was when. Um, Zoe grabs Trish to try and pull her out, and Becky's got the other side of Trish trying to pull her in. Yeah, that was good um, fun. Which is fun. We got a great moment where with two great moments with Becky just slamming the door closed and being like, "Nah, you're in here with me." Yeah. And then she does it to both of them when they're Zoe and Trish are both in the ring. Becky closes it again. She's like, "I'm taking both of you yeah, on." That was fun, and she uh, does. Becky proving why she's probably a top five performer in WWE. She's awesome. Yeah, uh, Trish Stratus proving she still got it. Yeah, like again, I it it shocks me to no avail that in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three, I I can hear the music 
of Trish Stratus's oh, opening. That fucking laugh. That like, <laughs> like, what? I th- that that should be left back in like 2004. Like, what's going mm. on? But yeah, she still got it. She 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 works her ass off out there. So, so yeah, that was the match where obviously Becky um won uh via pinfall. And uh, we got the seed of a Zoe Stark and Trish Stratus feud that will be explored in the future. Yeah. Um, wasn't explored tonight on Raw. I've watched Raw, and all we got tonight was a Shayna Blaze versus uh, Zoe Stark match, hmm. where Zoe Stark lost to Shayna. Um, anyway, so match two was, uh, before the match started, we had the host of Payback come out which was John Cena, who announced he would be the host the night before on SmackDown. Oh my God. Uh, apparently, John Cena's just going to be hanging around WWE for a bit. I imagine it's because, because of strikes and stuff. The, the actor strike. Yeah, Hollywood's um, closed, so you got to do something. I'm, again, he, like we said the other week, I'm surprised The Rock hasn't showed up. The, I, I'm happy if The Rock doesn't show up. Actually, you know, you know um, what it is? Uh, yeah. The Rock's actually too busy uh, uh, teaming up with Oprah to... Act like they're donating to Hawaii funds, but they're actually just trying to get other people to donate for them. Yeah. It's very weird. I, that's a whole thing we won't get into here, but like, that's worth looking so, into. It's wild. Cena came out and everyone loved Cena, so it was fun. Um, and then uh, it kind of led into him being the special guest referee in LA Night versus The Miz, which was a lot of fun. And uh, it ended with LA Knight winning and a bunch of John Cena interruptions, which is always good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tonight on Raw, we had uh, The Miz coming out and hosting Miz TV, as he always does. And uh, he said he had, a spe- he had a special guest, which was John Cena. And then the cameraman, uh, who needs to be paid more money, did you see this, Brad? I did see this where, clip. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure. I was watching it, and I wasn't sure if it was a new thing or if it was a joke yeah. they've done in the past. Hearing no. that it's a new thing makes it so much better. So tonight, The Miz introduced John Cena where no one comes out, but the camera acts like they're following someone um, to the stage. And then The Miz oh, um, I, I has... Saw, I saw the shadow wrestler. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then The Miz... Has a a little little wrestling match with no one. Oh my god! Uh, and hits the skull fr- crushing finale onto John Cena and throws him out the ring. It is um, it is straight up that whole sequence is a, sh- a top ten moment for me right now. Well, the Miz is the best mic man. Oh my in god! WWE. So There's no funny. one. The only person better than the Miz or tied with the Miz is John Cena. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So Miz has practically built his career on being fantastic with the mic. Yeah, the Miz doesn't have to be great in the ring. He's, yeah. Uh, so, uh, LA Knight won, and we're teeing up more the Miz, LA Knight, and John Cena nonsense in the future, which I've could met be the fun. Miz before. How uh, could that not ooh, be fun? Oh, my God. He came to play. But there was a price to pay. Um, anyway, so. Payback. More importantly, from this match in payback. Oh, bye, Michael. Um, <laughs> more importantly, from this match, this match in payback, we've got. Something pretty big in terms of what the WWE did, and it's the WWE showing that they have confidence in LA Knight's ability to be a superstar and go as high as he can in the company. And that was have John Cena endorse LA Knight by holding his hand up um, in the air at the end. Michael has got something. Yeah, that was a fun. <laughs> is Michael going to share his scrapbook? Oh, 
Ooh, yeah, I saw that logo. Uh, we got a we got a fun little prop here. Oh, he's on mute. He's muted. on mute. We'll give You're him a, give him a sec. So I met the Miz. I got his signature. Hey, nice. That's cool. Who's the top one? Uh I think it's Maurice. Oh yeah, that makes sense. But uh, no, they they were at Target at TDP one day, and I made my grandma stand in line so I could meet him, and I got this like WWE encyclopedia. Oh my that's god, cool. that's hilarious. Bless. Uh, is LA Knight in that? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, like this is like, yeah. Uh, the yeah. the latest date like the little bubbles go to is two thousand to present, and the rest normally go in go in decades. So yeah, it's yeah. before two thousand ten. Bless. Um, yeah, so, uh, John Cena kind of held up LA Knight's hand and that was a WWE just showing everyone that, yep, we believe in him and we think yeah. he can go as far as he we, can. That's a pretty big endorsement of Cena to massive, LA Knight. That's a massive boost for LA Knight. Well, I mean, LA Knight's already commanding every arena he gets put in. So mm-hmm. it's... Everyone loves him. It's them respecting that and being like, yeah, you've, you've built yourself up. You've, you've brought yourself to this place. We're going to acknowledge it. Uh, then we had uh, Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory for the uh, United States match. This is a fine match. This is, was the Cinnamon Toast Crunch match. Cinnamon Toast um, Crunch. And it was fine. It was a bit of what fun. Was the, what was the one I missed out on you talking about? Uh, it was still talking about LA Knight. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, this was a fine match. Yeah, I, th- I thought it, it was fun. Uh, it was hilarious. I was watching this and my dad like uh, walked into the living room and saw Rey Mysterio. He was like, is that Rey Mysterio now? Like, he's still got, yeah, yeah he's, he's got a dad bod, man. He's, he's, he's a chunky boy. He's got dad he bod is. going. And he's it's definitely. only emphasized due to his height, which, yeah. and the outfit that he goes with now. It's a whole thing. But, um, uh, so that was a fine match. We had Ray retaining and winning. It was a fun um, ending, them doing the whole, like, uh, oh, he's countered the move that he, that he won against last time. And then, oh, yeah. he countered again. Um, then we had, the best match of the night, which was the Pittsburgh uh, City Street Fight. Still, sti- Still City, City Street, Street Fight. Fight. Yeah. Um, this was the tag team champion match between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and uh, the Judgment Days, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Uh, this match had it all. First of all. Oh, man, it yes, went everywhere. It, it was a 5v1. <laughs> it was. Um, it was 5v2, sorry. I was about to say, how did they get to one? Yeah. It was well, at one v2. point, I was thinking Kevin Owens might have died. Oh, yeah. So Kevin Owens got cut on his head. Oh, I saw that. I saw the cut on his head. And had blood streaming down his face, um, which was always a bit of fun. But they seemed to quickly patch it up and keep going. Yeah, they were, um, they were, they were very uh, quick and subtle with doing that off camera, which was good. Yeah. Um, um, he also took yeah, a real harsh get... swanton bomb. Okay, so that Swanton Bomb was something that I did not expect to ever see was Kevin Owens going into the crowd and doing a Swanton Bomb from the crowd stands onto Dominic Mysterio, who was on a table. It was very ECW. Um, And it was... It was very very AEW. Yeah. I need to watch this match. Um, It's a great match. Oh, this was... This was match of the night. It's, this was incredible. It's so fun. It just keeps going up Can and up and up and up. At least split the fucking tag team champions up. Everyone's they just, might now because we have new tag team champions by the end of this match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone's walking been, around with fucking two belts on them and it just looks ridiculous. All these fucking everyone's belts good. everywhere. 
It's so fun. The best is when Sammy comes out and he wears both. Oh, of them. I love it. Yeah. That was great. Um, yeah, he's the only person that seems to do that when they had the two. He's the only, he will just come out with both of them on. I mean, it makes sense. Um, like he's so fun. Um. So yeah. So uh, really shocked by this. Really didn't think that they were gonna. We thought that the reign of Sammy and um Ko was just starting, or was just like we're kind of peaking with it. Mm. We didn't expect it to end. Um. But it was great. I was very happy with the result of this. It made Finn Balor a Grand Slam champion now. So mm, yeah. I did see that. I did see the post about that. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, I love Damian Priest. I love Finn Balor. I love the Judgment Day. Keep giving him gold. Dominic Mysterio is maybe my favorite personality in WWE at the moment. I loved how at multiple times in Payback, he, reached, he just comes. He's a little shit. He reached the point where the commentators were like, he's the MVP of the night. Like, yeah, he every time he came in, he resulted in the match going better for his judgment day peers. He threw, he hit Sami Zayn with a briefcase, which caused Finn Balor to pin Sami Zayn. Yeah. He won that match. He won him. the match. Same with, same with Rhea's match. He distracted her and oh they my won. God. Great. Um, um, we'll get to that in a sec. So, so yeah, this was an awesome match. Oh, you uh, can also get Rhea spearing Kevin Owens through a barricade. So much fun. Um, uh, Rhea coming out there. The hockey setup. Oh my god, the hockey bit was such a fun moment. Where they turn around and there's just Kevin Owens and Sammy Day standing there in full Cause, hockey Because they knocked him into the penalty box. Yeah. Which is so. such a funny gimmick. Like, and the two, it was such a cartoon moment that it was just, you couldn't help but, like, enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, great. And fun. then Beat the them shit tossing out of them the gloves down. Sticks. Yeah. Them, them tossing the gloves so down to fight Dominic Mysterio. Beat the hell out of Dominic. Make him go backstage um, again. Yeah. The, uh, Judgment Day is so much fun. They were on Raw tonight with all their, with all of their gold. Yeah. And Dominic Mysterio talking and the crowd just booing him. But now he just continues talking. Yep. He's, he's just, he's, he knows yeah. to just keep going. He just keeps going now. That's so cool. that it's still a lot of fun. Uh, Sammy challenged him to a match tonight mm. and he said no. So then <laughs> JD McDonough, the other non-official yet member of the Judgment Day, um, trying his said, hardest. I'll do it. And then JD beat Sammy um, tonight. But then there was some more shenanigans. I think Dominic came out again too. <laughs> and, of course. Uh, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, after this match, we had a, my favorite WWE talk show uh, that's currently <laughs> on. It's called the, the Grayson Waller Effect. Oh, my God. Uh, Grayson Waller may be my favorite up-and-coming WWE superstar at the moment because he's so much fun. He is fun. Um, and he's very Australian, but he's very – he's not stereotypical Australian. He's just Australian. He, yeah, he's just, he's just like – he's just like us. Like, yeah. he, he's, just a, he's just a lad. Mm -hmm. He's he's out here talking shit on every town that he goes to. The best. Uh, and then they had Cody Rhodes as a special guest. And uh, we're, we all thought, I thought for a second they were just announcing that Cody was going to SmackDown mm. um, so that he could then start some stuff. And then eventually we get Roman and Cody again yeah. at um, yeah WrestleMania. Um, but it wasn't the case. It was actually to announce that Jey Uso is returning, but he's coming to Raw instead of SmackDown. Main event. Whereas... Main event, main event, Jay so And then Grayson Waller just said the funniest thing and what we're all thinking where he was like, you've been gone for two weeks. Yeah. Which <laughs> is so funny. Just immediately like, you're making such a big deal out of this. This is hilarious. Um, 
And then tonight on Raw, Jay so they opened the show with Jay so making an appearance, nice. and they very hint they very much hinted a lot of people at Raw hate Jay so because he's done so much shit to them through the Bloodline stuff. Yeah. So yeah, they kind of had Drew McIntyre come out and give him a stare down, and they had Riddle come out as well, give him a stare down to people that the Bloodline kind of fucked over heaps. Oh, I I can't. Uh, I I don't know what it is. I think it's. I think it's, I love Riddle. I think it's wrestlers <laughs> who wrestle without shoes on. I think that. Oh my god, it's so funny. I think that's the thing that makes me like go like, what? But it, it you just... you see the thing why you probably don't love Riddle is because you weren't there for the Randy and Riddle time we had. No, where RK it was bro. Uh, RK, RK bro. <laughs> um, uh, and it was brilliant. It was like Riddle is Riddle, and he's like a surfer bro dude. Yeah. Um, but he kind of brought out the best in Randy. Like oh, okay. Randy, you can tell Randy clearly cared about Riddle. Yeah. And it was great. And it was like awesome. But then being on his side, protecting him and stuff. Yeah, but now Randy Randy's been injured for. A long time. Randy's been injured for fifteen months. Yeah, I was assuming. Um, I was assuming that he was just done. Nah, he has back injury, and they keep rumoring that he's rumoring he's coming back, but he hasn't, and it's making us very sad because hmm. we really want RK Bro back because we love Randy. Oh man, that'll be no a pop, one does, though when he does a, come back. As a as as a question about uh, a superstar that I, and what's happening with Cage? So obviously, he had his twenty five. Yeah, thing. That possibly was his final match. Yeah, they made Sheamus. a massive deal of that on his They made a big deal about Edge and Sheamus's match in his 25th anniversary night. Mm. It was in his hometown. Yeah. He fought yeah. his, probably his best friend in the current roster there. And yeah, they made a big deal out of it. It was really emotional. Yeah, I, yeah. I, really... I, like, I saw all the posts and stuff. I was meaning to like go back and actually watch that one because Edge is it's, it's a, a good very... In like my prime of watching it, Rand, if like you had pretty much like Randy Rated Orton Edge, you had like you had Randy Orton punting everybody, and then you just had Edge just being a twat dating Vicky Guerrero. It was it was a time, but I don't know. It's weird to because obviously he retired and then came back and mm. that Rumble just, entrance is awesome. Yeah. Mm. Uh the uh so. Then we had... Because his contract ran out, didn't it? Sorry. Yeah. What? Edge. When? No, he got injured. No, not initially. Like, now. Like oh, what? The... Now? Now yeah. he just wants to retire. Okay. I think he's done. And that's um, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, tonight... Uh, so, then we had Rhea versus Raquel, and this was a fine match. It was nice to give them a lengthier match than Raquel, I know, than Rhea normally has had. Uh, something about just two big women going against each other, it just isn't that interesting. I think yeah. it really pairs well when you have more of an athletic, um, like smaller woman with Rhea. Yeah, the, um, the dynamic fun. in the middle of the match was very much the sort of like, like testing zone where it was like... Yeah. You know, they were, like, shoulder-checking each other and stuff. Yeah. Like, trying to see who could knock who down. Like, it, it, that's just what you're going to get. Um, I appreciated the uh, the um, the China outfit um, yep. that Rhea was rocking. That was fun to see a, a little callback to, you know, one, the, one of the first, like, big women who started it for him. Um, overall... It was a fine match. It was all right. Dominic um, gets his hand asked to him again. 
love Dominic coming in, give him Dominic all day. Um, then we had the final match of the night, which was the World Heavyweight Championship between Shinsuke Nakamura and the champion Seth Frickin' Rollins. Um, yeah, this is this was a match. Can I? That, can I? Can, before we get into the actual match, uh, the fucking like anime manga opening, oh, awesome, was of Shinsuke the most like overproduced hype thing ever. It was so Shinsuke fun. has Great. wicked inch uh, like. Entrance. Nah, nah. He had he had a next he level. He had a yakuza boss anime, like um, so. Not only level. Do they intro. do the big like uh, recap package? You know, for someone like me who hasn't yeah. been keeping up week by week, like they give you the whole like here's everything mm. that's been happening, and making it like Shinsuke Nakamura is gonna murder him. Like that mm -hmm. was the deal that they well, were. Well, there's the whole thing with him like targeting Seth's back, wasn't it? So yes. throughout this match. Uh, it's very much a story told in ring battle. It's actually a pretty slow match. Yeah. Um, and it's mainly told with Shinsuke targeting Seth's back. And um, yeah, it, that that was a big thing about this. It was just a slow match. Um, mm. I think the crowd also was kind of dead after the streets, the the yeah. street, the tag team match. I... Um, they were pretty dead and shitty for this um this one, which didn't help. Yeah. Um, but. Um, so it was a slower match. Uh, we saw Seth retain, um, which was great. Uh, people really wanted Shinsuke to win, but they kind of, after the show ended for us, we saw this on Raw tonight, Shinsuke attacked Seth as Seth was walking back oh. down the ramp. So there, and then tonight on Raw, it was all on Raw where Seth really wanted a rematch with Shinsuke and offered to do a rematch tonight with the belt on the line. And Shinsuke looks at him and says no and walks away. Mm. So they're definitely setting up more stuff. I think Shinsuke wants Seth to be in his like pretend, like his limit when he fights him again. So yeah. we're definitely getting Shinsuke and Seth again. Yep. Which is great because I really wouldn't mind Shinsuke. I love Seth. He is my favorite oh, wrestler yeah. currently on the roster. Him. Cody, LA Knight, Chad Gable, and Gunther. Chad. Every um, clip I see five. of Chad Gable was the best. Oh my god! They're my five. To, they're my five current wrestlers. I love them all. Um, Dominic Mysterio is like he's sitting at number six. Yeah, he's less um, there for his wrestling, and he's more there for his yeah. being. A Sammy, little look, shit. to be fair, Sammy would be up there too. I think Sammy Zayn's like awesome. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, Seth's my boy, but Shinsuke, if I wouldn't mind Shinsuke, like, because it would be his last chance at holding a, a heavyweight title. Yeah. Um, or like just a a major championship. So I would I would really like to see Shinsuke win uh, at the end of this feud. Yeah, I th I think it'd be fun. They could really play into that whole like that kind of that like yakuza boss style thing that they were going for him. Uh, yeah. In like all of the preamble to the match, like I think, and they fun. are heading that way. Um, and then tonight on Raw. Uh, we had one, I'll only talk about the main event on Raw tonight because it was a pretty big one. It was the Gunther versus Chad Gable Intercontinental Championship match, which was awesome. The, the thing about this match and why it's not as great as it could be is because it has ads throughout it because it's on a Raw and all the wrestling on the weekly shows are split up by ads. Um, Wait, in so, the middle of the match? Yeah. What? Yeah, you watch a weekly show and they go to ad break and then it comes back and the other wrestlers on, like, is the, the, the dynamics changed and the momentum shifted. 
Um, so yeah, it, it, it does hurt these big type of matches like this. Oh, that's a shame. Um, sometimes Raw will do like at the first hour at free and it's the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Gunther won tonight. Um, and that solidified. Now Gunther will be the longest reigning intercontinental champion. How he far will be off is he at the moment? Uh, he is like a couple of days off now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like by the time Raw comes next week, he'll he'll oh, beat yeah, yeah, it, okay. which is why he's like will already get it. Uh, previously held by the Honky Tonk Man. And WWE just was to get away from that. Uh, Bless. If you want to see the Honky Tonk Man, he has a go to Alex's <laughs> Discord. <laughs> My Discord photo is the Honky Tonk Man's nipple, only because the Honky Tonk Man has a website, and on that website he has his own store, and he sells a lot of his wrestling gear on the store, but in most of the photos he's holding it, he is shirtless. That's the weirdest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh my god. It, it's fantastic. I don't know why, but like, I guess because he was an Elvis impersonator, I assumed that he was dead. <laughs> because it, Elvis is dead. That's a weird connection that my brain had made on its own. I'm trying to find the Honky Tonk Man shirtless. Bless. Um, as you do that, what's the the next? They they uh advertise lane. the next event. Uh it is fast lane. Fast lane. That's right. Um, yes. So we have that a a month. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, uh, October. Yeah. Here you go, guys. I've got a treat for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Honky Tonk Man <laughs> selling his ukulele, signed ukulele, <laughs> shirtless. Oh, bless. Oh. He looks like he's been through some shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're resorting to selling your, your I love how props. he's just still got the hairstyle going. Yeah. Oh, that's find so it. funny. It is very funny. Um, it's cut. It's just very wholesome. Like he man's just trying to sell his gear. He just doesn't care. You know, he's just trying to make a buck. You can buy all of this. Oh my god, that's so funny. I thought about buying one of the twenty dollar, the like the fifteen dollar cards, <laughs> just to get a print. You this signature. Yeah. He's selling his gear. He's he's got shirts on here, but that's hilarious. Oh yep, just buy the honky tonk man's underwear. That's a that's... ring worn singlet. Yep. Or you can, or you got his ring worn uh, gear for thirteen thousand dollars. Whoa! God damn! That's the honky tonk man for you. Do you think there's? I know there's El lots of Elvis impersonators, but is there a honky tonk man impersonator? Well, that's just ridiculous, bro. <laughs> that's too many layers. How deep. far's too far? Uh, Should I put a bid <laughs> in the inception level of honky tonk man? Should I put a bid? No, can't. <laughs> 15 bucks. That's a nice one. Hall of Fame. 15 bucks. Hall of Fame US. card. It oh, is. He doesn't do it. Buy it now for just signed prints. No, nah, you got a bid. What? Anyway, that's it. That's that. That's, that's it. That's the show. Thank you lot, very much, everyone, for joining us for episode 218 of Herman Team Millennial Movie Talk, a movie and TV show podcast uh, with a nice little wrestling twist at the end. Um, you can follow us on your podcast as a choice. If you can leave a review over there, that'd be wonderful. You can subscribe over on YouTube, uh, and like, and leave a comment and all that jazz over there. You can follow us on your socials of choice. We're probably not on them, but Hey, give it a go. Um, you can add Michael on Facebook. Do it. Pussy. Please. <laughs>
and begging at this as point. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Braden. And I'm Michael. And we're out of here. I'll get on my knees. Losers. Oh, get on your knees, Michael.